it is two days past 420. Did everybody celebrate? What do you think? I live in fucking Colorado. <laughs> ah. I'm sure you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face on 420, honey. I mean, I could because I'm a professional. <laughs> I saw this great joke the other day, or on 420, or maybe it was today. <laughs> Someone posted and said, If you missed 420, don't forget, 422 is 422. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Did I send you the one that it's... uh? Patsy from AbFab, and no. she's sitting there smoking a cigarette, and it says, oh, another 420 post? Just do cocaine and grow up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I need to go through that series again and watch that, because that shit is hilarious. It's timeless. It is. It's so I good. Go, I go in every now and then, and I'm like, I need a little Eddie and Patsy. Like, goddamn, they're funny. Well, and I feel like it's like one of those shows I watched years ago, and I kind of probably didn't get the jokes back then, and now I think I would it would be a lot funnier, because I was like a young little sprouting gay. Oh, you gotta go in now that you're like seasoned and dirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dirty, dirty, filthy whore. <laughs> oh my God, Heidi, I am so gassy. I am so glad that you are not here in the studio with me. I don't know what the hell I ate today. I mean, do you think it's just today or was it like maybe in the last couple days? I don't know, but I'm like, whoa. I have gone to number... Are you on a special supplement? Um, Oh, maybe I did start taking some kind of gut supplement. Oh. Boom, daddy. Oh my God, it is bad. I mean, it is bad. I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign. If it's like cleaning me out and it's like pushing everything out of me. I think that's kind of funny because when I was watching my niece, when we were watching my niece and nephews, yeah, you're in a kid house, and I'm like, uh, there could only be more carbs and more sugar, please. Oh my so you god! Just snack on shit, and like two days into that house, I was like, oh my god. Rita's like, you stink. I'm Did like, you... I know, it's all this food that I never eat that I'm like snacking. I'm like, oh, Lord. Did you eat that everything inside? No, no. I mean, over five days, I think I gained a pound and a half. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I did the rowing machine, and I ran up and down the stairs 50 times a day. <laughs> I was a housewife. Yeah. My farts don't smell. <laughs> Your farts don't smell, remember? My farts don't smell. In case anyone needs a reminder, Hottie's farts don't smell except for when she goes and keeps her nieces and nephews and she eats everything in their house. My farts when don't smell. <laughs> when it's more than just chicken and vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh the same. When, when Rob and I go to um, Keith and Faye's, I mean, they've got all that shit for the kids. And I mean, it's like a smorgasbord of just sin. It's Willy Wonka plus salty <laughs> hell. Totally. And I'm. And I have no. You know me. What kind of self-control do I have? Oh, uh, no. None. None? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did pretty good when we were doing no sugar, and I did the ice cream a couple of times. But, you know, oh, I did go in, speaking of the sugar update, I ate a fucking, I was having like a bad day the other day, and I was just in one of those places where you mentally, you're just like, you just fall off a cliff, and you're like, fuck it. I went in on the Chewy Birds. 
ham oh, on the nerds. Didn't I mean, you? <laughs> I was. It almost was like I was eating so much of them just so I could see if I could just clear the fucking thing out so they wouldn't be in there anymore. And if you could just make yourself sick. Yeah, just make yourself <laughs> sick of them, and it doesn't. It doesn't work because you can't stop eating chewy nerds, and after you're done eating those, you want even more. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know what? You're allowed. Well, to have those days. It's been a couple of those days. It's just like sometimes you just get into a funk. You know what it's like. It's like just you don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about anything and you just don't, you're not motivated. It's like even like tonight almost kind of, uh, I was kind of like, oh sorry. God, I guess like, I guess we'll do the show. It's kind of, you know, it's better to get behind the microphone and just do it. It always changes everything when you do it. But, you know, it's definitely one of those. Eh. So. I hear you. There's been a lot happen. Let's get into it, Heidi. There's been so much. I mean, the uh, the AP wire has just been exploding. Well, like oh, every week, every day, every second. Every day, every <laughs> second. Um, I think one of the biggest things that happened in my kind of like world of like watching Instagram and Insta celebrities that I was like, I can't wait to talk to Heidi about this. But Jeffree Star got into a horrible, horrible car wreck in Wyoming. Did you see at, this? It is ranch. No, I that have no ra- idea. I've been like off the grid. Oh, that's right. Because you again, you were keeping the kids. That's right. <clears throat> um, yeah. In his Rolls Royce, hit black ice, and oh, yeah, shit. him and his good friend that he's been friends with for a long time uh, hit the black ice and rolled this car like four times. And so they posted about it on Instagram. Then they posted. You know, they posted like a text, like someone that works for him posted like a Twitter thing, and then they, they did a screenshot of that for Instagram. And uh, yeah, he was evidently in his black Rolls Royce, and he um, uh, rolled the car, and they were, he's like in a back brace now, and it's not good. It's, you know, people, I guess the most sick thing, and, and I have a clip here of him talking about it, but the sickest thing is, I guess, Perez Hilton started all of this tea about how Jeffree Star is faking this wreck for his launch. That's <laughs> fucked up. I know, because Jeffree Star had a launch on 420 to um, to launch all of this new product for mm-hmm. 420 for the Star Lounge. And so Perez Hilton started picking that up and started running with it, and people were, like, fucking pissed, and Jeffree Star posted all this stuff about it being so sick. And, you know... People then, oh, then some other people said that that it was a sponsored post by Rolls Royce because Jeffrey Star tagged Rolls Royce and talked about how safe the car was. It was oh crazy. I mean, God. people are fucked up on the internet, y'all. Well, this is how fake news, right? This is how it becomes the fucking truth. Yeah, totally. Here's Jeffrey talking. Him and uh, Daniel is the guy's name talking about what happened. First of all, we just want to say thank you to everyone that has checked on us, sent us well wishes. Um, on the dark side, I think me and Daniel won the Guinness Book of World Records for the most people telling us to die yesterday. Yeah. That was really awful. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Honestly, it was it's I mean, it was, it was really- the most people telling them to die, the Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, can you fucking believe this? And you know their phones were blowing up with death wishes. Oh, yeah. Really evil. It was gross. Um, but on a real level, that's... It is what it is. The There's end. a million more people that are sending us love. So fuck those haters. But thank you guys so much for just showing us love. Exactly. Um, but we really almost lost our lives. And it was one of the scariest experiences I think I've ever been through. I don't know how you feel. No, it was traumatizing. It was, I don't know if, I'll probably have PTSD for a while. Yeah, quite it, honest. it was really, really, really awful. So 
I posted a picture. I had a full panic attack. I was ripping off my neck brace and there so much happened yesterday. So um, for people out there that wish we were dead, I'm, I feel, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Um, we're cockroaches. Um, I'm sorry <laughs> that, if our picture wasn't factory. I love you. that part. We're Good cockroaches. You, Jeffrey. Well, see, so people have called him a cockroach that will just, you can't kill him for, for years. And I think that's so great that he said that. But, you know, he that goes on great. and on and talks about, you know, but, um, it was what happened. It was fucking awful. And I'm just grateful to be here. And so is Daniel. Amen. Now, the weather yesterday was really crazy, and there was a lot of black ice on the road. If you don't know what that is, it's crystal clear ice. Yeah, he just goes on. I kind of already talked about the black what, ice. Uh, what day did this happen? Um, Monday night? Monday night, wasn't I, it? I feel like it was Sunday or Monday because the launch was on 420, which was Tuesday. Okay, so it was Monday night, so it snowed. Remember, I sent that mm-hmm. video to the group? Yep. Like, I was at my friend's house driving. She had eight inches at her house by the time it was all done. In the morning when I went outside to clean off the car, yeah, there was two inches of black ice in our parking lot. Wow. And I told Rita, I was like, do not go outside. Wow. Yeah, it God, was, no. It was bad. So, and Wyoming, and I'm sure the wind just whips that. Oh, totally. Because it was because it started off rain and wintry mix, and that's exactly what happens. That freezes over, and then you're fucked. Right. Thank but how God sick they are were people? in that car. Oh, I know. Not like, oh my God. Well, he obviously tank. is going to post about how safe a Rolls Royce is. I mean, it's like a floating tank. It's a tank, right? It's I mean, a- and it flipped four times. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking serious. I know. I mean, what, I mean, come on. I know Jeffree Star likes to stir the pot and and make some tea when during a launch or start some drama. But guys, I mean, come on. Be every, even Jeffree Star has a limit on what he's willing to do to promote something. I mean, that's ridiculous. He's not doing that. That's no. not. I would not believe that and want for one second. No. Um, you want to talk to some people? We got some people on the lines here, Hadi. Let's, uh, what? Let's, we have a caller? We have a caller. Let's ask Tom to unmute here. Tom, you are on the air. As soon as you unmute, unmute you're on the air with WGRL. Neil. Tom, are you there? Hey, Neil. Hi. What's it, how's Tom. it going? Who's Tom? How, who's Tom? Neil, can you hear me? I can. Who? Who is Tom? It's someone who knows me. Tom, keep speaking, please. Yes, tell us, tell us what you would like to talk about. I think Tom's having some audio problems. He said my name. I heard him say your name. Yeah, I was saying Neil. Maybe something. Maybe Tom is having technical difficulties, like we always do. Howdy. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. You're singing. Keep You're singing. singing, Tom. That was lovely. <laughs> he went back on mute. Um, okay. I think maybe Tom is having a little uh, technical difficulties. I think that's funny because I could hear him. I know, I could hear yeah. him moving around. Yeah, trying to figure it out. Maybe he'll figure it out. Um, well, yeah, you were talking about uh, how cold it is. It is. It got cold here too, and so cold that my poor bird out there was like freezing to death. It looks like. I mean, she's she's hunkered down all into her her down. She's the nurse <laughs> cracker, though. She's going to be just fine. She's taking care of Peter and Paulo. Yes, she. <laughs> is but it's cold by here. the way just yeah. real quick for the bird and for paulo yesterday so paulo uh, happy birthday to dj oh, paulo yesterday happy. was his birthday or i'm sorry his birthday is today his birthday is today and jake resnick birthday is today too 
which I thought was kind of interesting. interesting. I didn't know DJ Paulo and Resnikal shared a birthday. I didn't either. Oh, here, huh. Tom, Tom is raising his hand. Let's see if we can get him on here. Hold on. All right, Tom, you back. You back, girl. There she is. Hello. You're live on the air. Tom? I can't hear anybody. You can't hear anybody? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. We can hear you. Hang on. Let me see. Yeah. I've got everything set up. Is anybody speaking right now? Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, huh. Oh, my God. It's Tom. Sorry, I shouldn't say that last name. It's I know Tom. I shouldn't. E- I shouldn't either. <laughs> I'll I bleep that out. Voice. I'll bleep that out. Uh, yeah, I'm having some trouble getting him. He's unmuted, and I've got the everything is set up. Tom, Tom, are you there, darling? I've got Thomas. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, I think maybe this is the problem. Hold on, just a second. Okay, Tom, do you hear that? Are you there? Yeah. There we go. Sorry, again, that was my fault. Once again, Technical huge failure on my part. Is this it's, Tom? It's Heidi's Tom? fault. It's not <laughs> right. Heidi's fault. Yeah, this for once, time. it's not Heidi's fault. How are you, Tom? What's going on, dude? Girl? Whatever you want to be called. What's your pronoun, dude or girl? <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, I'm here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pro. I'm pronoun and noun. Pronoun and noun. <laughs> um, so, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just living through the pandemic. Nice. We are, too. <laughs> we Have you listened to WGRL? Are you, a norm, are you a regular listener of the show? No. In fact, I've just, I just saw the Instagram thing that Heidi put up. So, how's <laughs> oh it going God. for you guys? It's good. Heidi's flipping me off right now because... <laughs> We'll talk about it so, later. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I've been, I was scolded that I'm not posting timely enough for <laughs> when we're going live. And I was like, I have a strategy right before we go on. And look, it worked. Hi, Tom. Yeah. How long have you guys been at it for? A year. Yeah. We just had our year anniversary. <laughs> and we are and consistent. Lots, every... lots of people? Uh, No. It's a slow build. It's a slow build. It's a work so, in yeah. progress. Well, you'll, you'll have to go well, back and listen to... There's This is our 41st or 42nd episode, so you'll have to go back and listen to all of those episodes. And, you know, start with the most recent work your way backwards, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where, where can I find them? On Spotify? Yeah, Spotify. Spotify or SoundCloud. But Spotify is the best place. It's the easiest WGRL place. WGRL Radio. Yeah, just search for WGRL Radio. Okay. There will be. Nice. Well, yeah. Congratulations, you too. Thank you. Thank you. All right, oh well, thanks. God. thank you for calling in. We're going to continue on with the show. Okay. All right, call in next we week. We hope to hear call from in you every again. Week. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. There you go, Heidi. Oh, my God. We had a caller. There you go. So, uh-huh. Mm. I know, right? You're going to yell at me, which you, no, which you should yell I at me. Just... Heidi's theory was this, that we should put, we should not post so early, early. in the day because people aren't going to sit there and put it on their calendar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to join the show at 9 o'clock tonight. 
her theory was put it on 30 minutes before we go live and people will be like, oh, they're about to go live. I'll, tra- I'll call in, which is what Tom just did. So you were right. Can that be a drop, please? <laughs> yeah, that can be a drop. Uh, that needs that, to be a drop. <laughs> that, that should be a drop, because I never say you were right. Ever. Never. Ever. Ever. <laughs> never. <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did you see this uh, stuff going on with Mike Lindell? You know, he launched his new social media website, which is free from big tech censorship. No, I did not. <laughs> oh, God. It's the- so great. It's called Frank. And it's where you can come and speak your mind and without the fear of being censored. Yeah, Without the fear of truth. Yeah, without the fear of truth. You can present all the alternative facts and fake news that you want, and we love it there. Of course, except for when it's probably fake news that's, you know, in your uh, opposite of what you think that should be being disseminated. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was so great. By the way, he's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel next Wednesday. Yeah, I wow, was like, is this a, is this really? A, yeah, I was like, is this a goof? Because why would Mike Lindell go on Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel is going to make such fun of him, but Mike Lindell is not even going to know it. It's going to be like I, I don't watch Kimmel. I like him. I don't ever watch him, but I'm watching that. Oh, I'm totally watching. I'm going to be pulling drops. Um, but. Yeah, so he was set to debut his social media platform, Frank, on Monday, except it was just, as you can imagine, riddled with technical difficulties. But That's the, weird. <laughs> yeah. And so what's posted up there now, when looked at it earlier, what's posted up there now is him giving this two-hour like talk show where he's like sitting in a studio that they've made and he's taking calls on his on his iPhone and it's like he's leaned down, he's leaning down on the desk like this, like like his head is down low, like on the iPhone. It's like he doesn't even pick the iPhone up to like hold up to his mouth. It's like he's leaned down on the desk. You got to go watch the visual. It's ridiculous. No, I mean, the to. fact that he's doing it on the iPhone is ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> he's it's ridiculous. So, I mean, he's a nut. He is bonkers. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. I mean, he really believes this shit that he's peddling. Well, it's just like the church. It is. It's just like it. It's that Trump has created that cult. Um, but here, people were prank calling in, which I thought was the greatest fucking thing ever. So this, this, this person posed as a New York Times journalist, and he was talking about someone named Alexa. I guess Mike Lindell had said something about a reporter named Alexa, and this person calls in to goof on him with Alexa. Yeah, yeah, well, thank you, thank you. Hey, hold on, I got, I think I got a reporter beaming in, Scott, thank you for calling in, God bless you. Goodbye. A reporter beaming, beaming in. in. Who says that? Mike you're, Lindell. You're on a cell phone, you idiot. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Mike, it's Ron with the Wall Street Journal. Yes, yes, you're live. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, that's great. But, Mike, I have some bad news to tell you, I'm afraid. And I wish, I hope you can share this with everybody. But, unfortunately, Alexa passed away just a few minutes ago from a drug overdose. Okay, that's a, this is a prank call. This is a prank phone call. You see what they're doing, everybody? Listen. You see what they're doing, everybody? That was an attack there because I brought up this great reporter, and that was an attack. You heard it here. This is what these attack groups are doing. Prime example there. We took it live. <laughs> attack. Don't you love how he turns it around immediately to be an attack it's an on him? attack. Right. He's the victim, Heidi. He is the victim. Don't ever I mean, forget if that. If you don't think you're not going to get prank calls, 
you clearly have no idea what you're doing on <laughs> no the platform. <laughs> Here's the best prank call of all. I wish that I wish that Richard. This is like a Richard and Sal from Howard Stern show. They do those it phony might phone be calls. Them. <laughs> I know, right? I thought it could be them, but it's not because you'll hear. And I'm gonna just say it just because the audio is bad. But after they you know, they call in with this fake drop of a person. And then they, they say some website, and I can't make out what the website is because I wanted to go visit the website, but they say something, 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 dot com, bitches. But listen to the prank call. That's the best part of the whole thing anyway. Yes, sir. Breaking news here with a guest. Hello? Hello, yes, I'm Mr. Trump. I'm standby. Are you ready? Mr. Yes. Trump. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, uh, we have the president here, our real president, everyone. <laughs> Hello, oh, Mr. Dear. President. MacronShow.com, bitches. MacronShow.com. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I Sorry, guess folks. that wasn't. I guess that was. You see what they're doing? They're attacking us. See? They're attacking Attack. us, and this is what the. I mean, <laughs> Put on your armor, Mike. What? Put on your armor, Mike. Yeah. They're attacking you. They're attacking. I love it. He's the victim. Attacking into our phones that came up. Right. I love that he's so he's so perplexed by the fact that they called in on a legitimate number and it looks like it's completely legit. It's like what would else would it look like? Unknown number. <laughs> a prank call is from right. a legitimate, not a legitimate number. It's right. from a caller. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I god. Love I love it. I love that shit. I think that's hilarious. And I love that he can't even get his website off the ground. It's just hysterical. That's good. Just keep just keep feeding your money to it. Go broke. Oh yeah, go broke, <laughs> please. And you notice Trump isn't calling in. Trump isn't. <laughs> I don't. I think Trump wants to be disassociated with him. Honestly, I'm sure they told him to be like, "You've got to get away from this nutbag." Yeah, peddle your own shit, but like, stay away from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Trump's did you... been a little. He's been a little newsy. Has he? How's he been just kind of being, he's always a little in the news for this, uh, well, with Matt Gates and yeah. not, and Matt Gates uh, couldn't get a meeting with him. I know you I said that. Was fabulous. I always said that, that last week. I know, but still, I think but that's it, amazing. I just see him kind of creeping up. It's like they were talking about him on the news tonight on MSNBC, just like they thought for sure. They're like, why is he still around? <laughs> why are they tying their party to this guy? Right. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I know. But they're not going to stop until, I mean, they, they're just hypnotized by all those voters they think are out there. And I don't think the, the, those people are going to f- go by the wayside and forget all about him. And they're, 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 they're in for a rude awakening. I don't know what they're. <laughs> there was uh, on um, the readout with Joy Reid today. Oh, I love her. Hot. She's See, y'all go on and She's on. She's amazing. About, y'all go on and on about um, Rachel Maddow and how great she is. Like, I can get rid of Rachel Maddow any day. I'll take Joy over Rachel. Joy is so awesome. That's so funny that you said that because I was talking about the comparison and just how Joy is fair. They have sim- They have similarities, but Joy can be easier to follow in a way. Right, totally. Rachel you know, Maddow, I don't know if it's because I'm just not smart enough, but I don't understand what the hell she's saying half the time. See, sometimes I love her because it's just like the rabbit hole of oh, rabbit holes, and it's amazing. It is amazing. The research smoke is phenomenal. Joint. Yeah, that's what her team. <laughs> smoke a joint and watch that, and you're just like, wow. 
Yeah, see, I don't want to smoke a joint in much then. I'm already paranoid enough. <laughs> oh, my God. But so she had on, I think I think he's actually on Sirius. His name is Dino Padala. Okay. And I, I know he's on Sirius. He, he's got a show, and I've got to check that name. I was really quick, but they were talking about, they, first she was talking to Stacey Abrams just about Georgia and what's happening and voter rights and like that what's happening in Georgia. And then she brings this Dino guy on and he's talking about Tucker Carlson, but he calls him on his show, Tucker, Tucker Klansman. Oh yeah. That's a great name for him. I was like, he's a pig. How have I never heard that or thought about that? I was like, that's fantastic. That's amazing. There it is. There it is. I'm going to, I'm going to find this Dino and I'm going to email into the show and just be like, I heard that you call him Tucker Klansman (laughs) and thank you. Amen, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I was, I was watching him. Lur said to me the night of the Chauvin verdict when that came down, he said, I dare you to turn it on Tucker Carlson right now. And I said, oh, that's a good idea. Let me do that. So I, of course, flipped it over there, which I was shocked that Lur was actually watching it. I thought he was just saying for me to do that. Like, you know, one right. of Lur's ideas that it's like one of his ideas that you go execute for him. But he was actually <laughs> he was actually watching it, too. And so I went and turned it on. And I mean, it's within the first 30 seconds, I was just nauseated. Ugh. I mean, he's just vile, vile. Um, but just real quick, back to Trump, just to clean, like, tr- this happened a couple, few weeks ago, and I've been wanting to play this, but let's clean this. Let's clean out the computer, if you will, like Howard Stern does. <laughs> But he crashed this wedding. Did you hear this? <laughs> yes. He crashed this wedding at Mar-a-Lago, which I guess because I guess he thinks because it's at Mar-a-Lago, he... He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. It's your wedding. I can just come and crash it. This is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> he is a n- nut. <laughs> so it's a rough thing. And I just say, do you miss me yet? Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me yet? Yeah. It's a rough thing. He went on and on. I mean, this clip I have is only 40 seconds. He was going on for like two or three minutes at someone's it, wedding that he wedding. wasn't invited to. Yeah, that he just went downstairs and showed up. Yes. I mean, what the fuck world is this? It's his world and everyone else is living in it still. He still doesn't get it. A hundred percent. And by the way, he looks like he shrunk. He looks smaller. <laughs> I looked at some pictures. Maybe they took the lifts out of his shoes. Something. He looks like he's shrunken. Which Maybe I was COVID. Great. Maybe Good. COVID affected his height. I hope he's a long hauler. Here we go. <laughs> oh, see, they're happy there because they miss him, right? They're, they're saying, yes, we miss you. Sorry, I, I talked over it. We, we cut it. This is at someone's wedding, people. This is he's talking about them closing the polling places. And how many votes he was supposed to get and that the wedding that the election was stolen. Yes, at someone's wedding. I just want to say it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you at Mar-a-Lago. You are a great and beautiful couple. And for many, many years in your life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the sad thing about that whole thing is they probably felt so honored that he came down there. Because or, they're... 
Awkward. Mar- well, but they're at Mar- Mar-a-Lago. And yeah, I'm sure- they're at Mar-a-Lago. Like, you don't go to Mar-a-Lago if you're not a Trump supporter. Right. You know they yeah. were loving that. Oh, it was just like, oh my God, Trump spoke at our wedding uninvited. Yeah. About his lost election. Yeah. <laughs> our oh children God. are going to hate us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned it real quick, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's go. Tuesday, let's go there. Let's go there. So Tuesday, four twenty. Yep. Eleven hours after yep. the jury was sequestered. Yep. They came back with a verdict. They did. Thank God it was the right one. And I guess I knew in my heart it was going to be what it was, guilty on all counts, When after coming back after 11 hours. That's pretty fast. That was fast. And it's usually, it's usually hard one way and hard the other. And I was like, I know the defense, what's his name again? Um, Eric Nelson. Eric Nelson. He did a great job. He really but, did. But, you know, everything that he did was, you know, his whole entire trial really was the last two and a half, three hours when he... Uh, you know, when closing arguments. Right. But that was all three counts. And what was it? I think the sentence sentences are, if he were to serve all three, it's 75 years. Correct. That's um, right. Which, you know, they're going to appeal everything. They of can course. appeal. Yeah. But he'll, he'll do time. He will do time, I think. Um, he'll and he'll die right. or they'll have to put him in solitary confinement. Well, so see, that's I saw today. <clears throat> Excuse me. I saw today that that's where he has been in solitary confinement. I'm like, God. The thing that I kept looking at during the whole time when they were reading the verdict is just like, dude, like you had so much time to not do what you did. You did. And I'm looking at him, and I, it's not that I started to feel sorry for him, but I just was just like, you fucking idiot. Yes, he's a murderer. He's a. But I'm just like, you just were so dumb and it was just something that you you could have completely prevented your life 100 percent going you, you into not... where it is now i mean look what you did i mean forget about what you did in terms of the world and the movement but just like what you did to yourself was it fucking worth it worth it oh i mean it just it was just it makes you just physically ill to just look in someone's eyes like that. I mean, he doesn't have a criminal record. His wife divorced him last summer. Like, now he's found guilty, guilty, guilty. And he's going to go to prison for 10, 15 years. Like, you and can he's try- dead. You- right. He'll die in prison. Yeah. I mean, he's 43 or 44. I'm sitting there thinking, like, that's, like, close to my age. Yeah. You know? Like, dude, you have, you've only lived half your life. Like, Why? Was it worth it that much to kill a black man? Because, you know, I ha- can't help but think that it was. he was getting off on that. Yeah. He was. was, the, hate, was the Is the hate that strong and deep? Yeah, it really is. It's like, you know, I don't know. I hope that this is this is the beginning of some kind of a movement to, to, to show these cops that have that much hate in them that they better shape up. And I hope that this is the beginning of an eye-opening moment. Like, you know, Rob will tell you, he kind of works in the world of law enforcement. And, you know, he'll be the first one to say, like, there's no, you can't abolish the police. And I don't believe in abolishing the police either. I think you you need police. I mean, that is a necessary thing to have. But he'll tell you, not every cop is like Derek Chauvin. There are really genuinely good policemen out there. And you need those people. 
I agree with that. And my sister said the same thing. And I was like, I get that. But that's not the problem. The good police are not the problem. No. And but, we but, need those good police. Correct. So but how they do also you... need. So I, yeah. How how do you, how do you? I mean, I I don't know. How I mean, do you weed that... out the 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 bad ones? I mean, it's almost like you got to get the good ones to tell on the bad ones and be like, hey, wink, wink. And this one right here, white supremacist. Get rid of them somehow. Right. And it's so ingrained and deep, deep, deep into the police union, the organization, everything about it. Yeah. That. You know, somebody had said they were like, oh, it's another bad apple. They're like, no more. No more excuses of there's a bad apple. There's right. no more bad apples. You, you're just not a bad apple. You're a shitty person. Right. You're not just this bad apple. And they got to go. And I think let's just hope they're going to actually start getting weeded out. Yeah, let's hope. A bit. And maybe they go back to actually hiring police to police neighborhoods where the police look like the people they're policing. Right. Right. Well, speaking of, I just now talked about him. Rob, he just called in. Let's let's get him on and get his opinion about this. He called in at just the right time. Didn't he, though? God, I'm surprised good. he knows how to use Zoom. Can you believe it? I mean, Rita <laughs> doesn't, so I'm really happy he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one of our husbands knows how to use Zoom. <laughs> right, exactly. I did want to say, though, I was over... Joy. Like I was in the I was in a casino at a slot machine yeah. listening to the verdict live on MSNBC when oh. I was texting with you. I called Rita and I was crying a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, You're so emotional, aren't you? I'm like, Yes. I know, yes. yeah. I mean, it was an overwhelming thing. I mean, I sat here on a meeting with someone at uh work and I said, Okay, I said, just fair warning, I'm gonna have to like turn this meeting off or like we're going to have to just like pause if they start to read this verdict. And sure enough, during the meeting, I was like, oh, my God, stop. Just keep working. Keep, we were doing a screen share. I said, just keep working, and I'm going to turn this up, and both of us can hear. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Rob, hey. you are live on WGRL Radio. What is going on, darling? Great. That much. I, uh, I've been so excited to call in. And finally, uh, I saw the Zoom info on Heidi's uh, Instagram. <laughs> 30 minutes before uh, the show starts, of course, but uh, fortunately, I came across it as I was scrolling through my Instagram feed. We Thank wait, you, Rob. Wait till you listen back to the show. That's actually appropriate that you say that it's hysterical. Because I yelled at Hadi for posting that only 30 minutes before the show, and you're now the second caller who's called in and referenced the fact that you're calling in because of Hadi's <laughs> Instagram post. post. You're kidding me. Well, my- <laughs> I'm not calling in because of that, because I actually saw it on your Instagram feed uh, well before. Right. And so well, uh, I was just waiting, though. Uh, to see it on Heidi's to to know that it was actually official, <laughs> right? And then, uh, it took me a, a minute to figure out what the fuck Zoom is, but uh, <laughs> I think this, I think this is uh, the first time I've actually used Zoom. Thank God, because I absolutely abhor it. Well, if you can do it, honey, anyone in the WGRL listening area can. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no uh, kidding, I love it. That means there's hope for Rita. Yeah. So what do you want to talk, what, what are your burning questions and your desires? What, what is, is uh, what is within your loins that you want to talk to the host of WGRL Radio about that you can't yeah, talk you know, to us any other time about because you're married to one of us and you talk to the other one anytime you want to. 
That's right. So uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, it may have been not the last episode, the one previously, uh, first part of April, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, I felt like uh, for a minute, I may have been listening to a Fox commentator uh, <laughs> when the, uh, one one of you, uh, I won't say who, you can admit it if you so choose. Otherwise, uh, people it's, can figure it out. It's okay. Think, you can say it. No, one, say it. one of you was uh, awful negative on the current administration. And I know politics is, is kind of boring, but uh, you were just really getting down and uh, speaking very negatively of uh, of Joe Biden and Kamala and the entire administration. And I, I think it's just unholy, uh, <laughs> or wholly unfair uh, that you're being so negative. Uh, well, you know who I'm talking to. Well, you know what? And, I'm going to... Uh, yeah. So, well, so, what, so let, let me the, step in real quick, because I think it was me, because I remember. Uh, well, it might have been both of us, but it's interesting that you're bringing this up because I actually wanted to say on tonight's show that, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was really bashing the administration and I think I need to slow my roll a little bit, pay attention. <laughs> I mean, things are going better, like some policies are rolling. We have a lot of great stuff happening. Doesn't mean I'm in love with everybody all the time, but uh, I was I was quick to jump, and so I really appreciate this call. So so what oh. was it? So what was it that was said that actually like triggered you? If you, if I could steal a word from the millennials online, right? Uh, it, may, it may not have been any one particular thing. It was ah. just in in general, okay, uh, expressing some some disappointment, and and I was thinking well, about it more today. I mean, I've been thinking about it for the last couple of weeks. Um, off and on, of course, I'm not obsessed with it. But I was about to say, I how thinking, do you, you're listen, making? I mean, this dude has been president for not even a hundred freaking days, right? And I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I think about like, what have I done in a hundred days? We we can't even pick out curtains, and you know? we can't even pick out a new couch. In a hundred <laughs> days. We can't even pick out a new couch in a thousand days. It's true. And you're expecting this administration, and it's not just. Biden. He's just one guy, right? President Biden. He's got a whole bunch of people that right. uh, he's appointed and that he's selected for their for their leadership and their ability, and and they're all working uh, equally as hard, I'm sure. But obviously, it always falls back on the president himself or herself. But in any case, I'm thinking like this: this guy is barely uh, he's had an been in office a hundred days so and there's so much that needs to be done right but there's so much that has been done and i think uh every day if you listen and look closely you see uh some of the actions that he has taken uh, that he can take as president but really there's a whole lot of other people that are that are responsible right and now are there to support him <laughs> In, in getting things done and making things better. Right, and I agree, and thank you for saying that. But the, the, thing, the, the thing that we were talking about that I think both of us were getting pretty heated about a couple of weeks ago is the issue about guns. And that is that was a topic that kind of, we both kind of went in hard on because, you know, Biden gets up there and issues all of these, pres these executive orders to curb gun uh, violence, but it didn't really, like, they were kind of like do-nothing executive orders. And I think that we were, you know, expecting a lot more 
from the executive orders. And yes, those are temporary. But again, like go get the Democrats in line. Like you've got Joe Manchin, who is the one Democrat that's going to fuck up the entire Democratic agenda while Joe Biden has the House and the Senate and the presidency. No, you need to go fucking light a fire into these motherfuckers because do you think that Mitch McConnell would ever let one Republican stray out of line? Ev- no. Never. Ever. So that's the point. It's like you, that's what you need to get in, in control of is that shit right there. I, I, I get all of that, but you also have to understand that the, with the divided Senate, right, we're basically 50-50. And it, it could change uh, to, to one side or the other uh, very easily, well, right. depending on what happens in the next uh, year or two years. And so I, I think that he is smart enough. He's been around long enough. Yes. He understands how to be a politician and how to and how to do politics and there there's a fine line between being super aggressive and trying to change everything as fast as he can with the power that he has and balancing what the american people as a whole uh want there, there has to I be some really... compromise i hate <laughs> right, to say right, right. you can't you can't you know, and and people are very uh, adamant about their Second Amendment rights. I think people uh, I, I am definitely too. should have the right to own guns. Yes. We're a gun culture. We're not going to change that in 100 days or a year or 10 years or 50 years. Right. These shootings have been going on since yes. since uh, ni- the 1950s. I understand uh, that. It has been, but, but people... part of the issue is someone has got to stand up to the NRA money that they've all got their fucking hands in each other's pockets. So it's not about that we're a gun culture, we're this, we're that. People are being, there's, there are laws, there are executive orders, things that can be put in place against assault rifles being purchased at the hands of people that are going out right now. I mean, pandemic's over. There's there are shootings every day. So right. I mean, like, yeah. what I'm like saying the guy is like, his, like his, that. I don't think is a Second Amendment right. No. Like your right to bear arms. I don't. Okay, that's fine. I'm not about that. But with this shit happening, come on. Well, when you can, when you get your weapons taken away from you in March of 2020, and you're able, and you have a mental disorder, and you're able to go buy an AK-47 to replace it in March of 2021, that's a fucking problem. Problem. Right, but who's who? Who has the responsibility well, he for could, passing laws? He could have put. He could have tree. done an executive when, when you talk order. About federal laws. He could have put it in an executive order to curb that now, and then let it work its way through Congress's legislation. And but at so, least he would have done saying something. They were going for legislation, which I get it, but they also know that that is a slow, drawn process. All he had to do is put it in an executive order that stops it now, or right. if it changes at the end of his term yeah. or whatever happens I mean, and it comes can, up and it comes it, up but there's it, just but, something that's you know, got to that happen a lot of scrutiny you know there there is a huge responsibility on the elected officials in this country and if the elected officials who represent supposedly represent the people can't pass legislation there's there may be a reason for that they're they're representing their constituents to the to their they're ability. representing they're, the money that they're getting right. from the Say. nra right Heidi is right she just said it the money they're getting from the nra all right you're shot out of a cannon and good for you but no we need a good to, caller i know a good caller someone who's willing to fight <laughs> exactly like so anyways that was that was my main uh issue was coming down so hard on, on okay on Biden i appreciate that actually 
and the entire administration. Listen, there's been so much good that's happened, in my opinion. I mean, since uh, he's been in office, not even 100 days. So you have to think about uh, what's what's been done. Right. Yes, you're uh, right. You know, we can always talk about what we'd like to see done. But this is one man. You know, this is uh, one man and one and one woman. Um, but no, you know, there are a lot more lot than people. that. Yes, they are. They, they've got a lot of power. <laughs> but All right, I we'll... would like to just finish up by saying I do appreciate that you brought this up because I was going to talk about it. I was thinking about it today. So you're right. I, w- I was hot under the collar. <laughs> and probably right, good. And this right. was I'm glad and, we got that cleared up. And that was probably a day that she was. I feel, I feel much better now. That was probably a day where she was skiing all day and was probably still still drunk, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rob. Well, thanks for calling in and expressing your opinion. Call in every week. We love you. We love you so much. Love you, Rob. Thanks for calling. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. There you go. There's Rob shot out of a cannon talking about... That's great. Our... our our administration of our bashing our um, bashing hottie <laughs> and, and i i know that's so funny because when i listened back to that show i was like oh yeah bring it down sister but that's bring funny it down, sister. so it's funny you just brought up you know like drinking and snowboarding so oh, yeah i haven't been snowboarding but i've been drinking oh have you so my brother was in town oh right we were gonna have him on the show but I guess because there was so much going on, he wasn't able to join us, which sucks. But yeah. we'll do the. I had a bit to do with him. Oh, we're gonna. Uh, I didn't tell him anything about it. We're saving that. We're doing yeah, that for sure. So I had a bit to do with him about investing because he is a trader, and so I had some like rapid fire questions. I just wanted to get his opinion on as much of this craze that's happening right now as possible. So we'll get him on. We'll talk to Heidi's brother. He'll be. He's hysterical. So y'all were drinking your ass off together. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm shaking my head. Huh. When, you know, I pretty much don't drink bourbon anymore. But when Mark's in town, you yeah. gotta do the brown. And Gretchen, when Gretchen gets on that shit, boy, she gets mean. Angry. Oh, she turns <laughs> nasty. <laughs> she even said today we were talking about it, she's like, I know we always say this. She's like, I just can't ever drink it again. I know. That's she's what like, I, I did with, with Crown Royal. I got yeah, Rob finally pulled me aside. For, you know, pulled me aside. He got a hold of <laughs> yeah. me one day <clears throat> when I was drinking that like crazy, and he was like, "You are being mean. Like you need you're, to get under fucking control." And I was like, "You know what? You're right." And I mean, I was drinking a handle of that shit over a weekend. <laughs> it was bad, <laughs> and I've never drank it since. I was like, "Okay, I'm done." Yeah, I mean, and that is like, I drink bourbon. Crown Royal is like sugar. Ooh, I know. Oh, it is old lady whiskey. <laughs> it is, and you know there's an old lady living inside me. <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're living inside an old lady. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but so... Um, yeah, what happened? Yeah, we had a ball. So Mark got into town, and you know we, just, we hung out. But on Tuesday morning, uh, we went up to the hill. Which is oh. Central City in Blackhawk. Yeah. And uh, took my dad up there. We got a couple rooms at the hotel at the Ameristar. And it was awesome because my dad has like, you know, he's been going there forever. So we got a free room. And then the second room we got for 49 bucks. Oh, damn. All right. And the rooms were great. It, that's where we stayed when you guys were all here for the wedding. We okay, were right. The hill. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but it was funny. So, you know, we just, we started playing, we started gambling by, you know, like three o'clock. Yep. As and, you uh, do. Doing okay. You know, right? Just you know, a little bit of slot machine just to kind of get your fingers and oh, your I know. gamble ready going and just like, ah, I just got to get a little taste. Isn't it funny and how we always start with slot machines? You're like, well, let's get warmed up on slot machines. We let's can't- just get a little warmed up. <laughs> no, it's, so, it's such a fucking gambler mentality. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, no. And then so we're looking for some card games to play. And Mark, I think, was playing blackjack for a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to sit at a blackjack table. So I sat at this ultimate Texas holdup. Yeah. And it was awesome. So Mark sat next to me. And I think we sat there and played, I don't know, for a couple hours at least. And, you know, up and down, up and down, but did all right. And it was fun. And then we wanted to go see the new Monarch. So, you know, head down. The new what? The new Monarch. It's called the Monarch Hotel. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. And it is huge, Vegas, beautiful. And, of course, it's all brand new. Yeah. But I'm going to say this. For the pandemic, the Ameristar, where we started and where we stayed... Basically, you're probably doing the bare minimum to get away with from the state. So, or, you know, CDC rules so that they could open. I mean, they could. Right. So everyone had to wear a mask. There's only three seats at a table. You know, they want you hand sanitize. Yep. And there's some, you know, partitions. But you could still talk to the person next to you. Okay. You know, and stuff like that. And you could talk to the dealer. Yeah. We go over to the Monarch. There is plexiglass partitions between every seat at the table. Okay. So if you're at the blackjack table, yeah. there can be six seats, but there is plexiglass in between each one. So you can't, like, there's a, the glass between you and the, whoever you're sitting next to, and then an entire screen of plexiglass Oh, whoa. between you and the dealer. That is hardcore. Well, it's not fun. I was going to say, it the seems The fun so- of Vegas is like talking to the people at the table and getting the energy going and oh, see, having a great time. For you, it is. But for me, right. you know what? Mark- this, this is, again, put this on my list of reasons why I love COVID. You're telling me that I can go sit at a table and be have a box built around me. I am so fucking there. Mark loves it. Mark is like you. Oh, really? Mark, yes. Oh, Mark see, does, I see him to be a, not, I, no. I see him to be a social butterfly like you at the casino. No? Mark's not a social butterfly unless he's like really lubricated. But oh, even then, wow. he sits down and he's gambling. He's like, I'm doing my thing. Get No. So he likes the plexiglass. Except though, like when him and I are sitting next to each other. Of course. We had to like lean back. Of course. I had to talk because we couldn't hear each other. Right. Now, that part so would that be sucks. annoying. That would be annoying. I mean, that sucked. Yeah. But, I mean, literally, if you and I were sitting there, we can't talk to each other. We got to like lean back or I'm or I would have to scream at you so you could hear me through the plexiglass. And so how do you talk to the dealer? And how does the dealer give you tips? And like, oh, well, you could do that or no. Or, you yeah. got to talk loud. Everyone's talking. Oh, loud. see, I would not like that. Oh, uh, well, and everyone has masks on. So it's not that loud, but you have to do it. Well, because you can't read their mouth either. No. Nope. Oh, damn. And that is hardcore. Plexi- now that, that's hard. Yeah, and plexiglass at a craps table in between every single person. Oh, see, now I kind of like that. Ugh, so, so did gross. you end up playing craps? You did, right? So we fit, we uh, played cards for a little bit at Monarch, and then we took my dad to the steakhouse there, the new steakhouse. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mark and I were food snobs, and he more of a steakhouse food snob than I am. This steakhouse was phenomenal. Oh, wow. I had 
uh, what did I have? A rack of lamb with pistachio crust. My dad had braised bison short ribs, and Mark had a New York strip, and outstanding. Colorado Steakhouse is great. Anyway, we go downstairs, we play. We're like, let's get out of here. We go back to the Ameristar. I had had Manhattans now. Oh, God. About 10 tequilas, but they're <laughs> so watered down, I, was, I could still drive home. But then we had wine, and then I started on the Makers when I got back to the Ameristar at about 12.30. Jesus. And started rolling dice. Oh, God. And <laughs> I won fucking so you did much not. money. Oh, my God. I was with a guy next to me. He was from Oklahoma, so I just called him okay. And we were just... <laughs> screaming and high-fiving and like, what? I really? Mean, I had one payout because he hit the bonus, talls and smalls, for anyone that knows, $850. Shut the fuck up. I love that he's from Oklahoma. I guess I was there with you in spirit. Yeah, I totally. I was like, my best friend's from Oklahoma. Oh. This is for him. Oh, I mean, that's you know awesome. Me. And I was wasted and just oh, my God. throwing money like I had money. I probably tipped $200. It was just a fucking blast. Hottie's big win. Yeah. Anyway, at the end of the night, I counted it, and it was I was doing well. I went and found another card table. I won, like, another 500 bucks. Damn. I, count, I counted it the next morning, and I had $2,700 in my purse. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. So I know I just, like, told you my whole story, but it was a fucking blast. Anybody that gambles? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'll say this. You know, I went back home into Oklahoma last fall in, like, the beginning of December. And I went to the casino there at uh, Choctaw Nation. And they had no plexiglass. It was just mask required, and that's it. But I told you, like, I went to go play dice. And when you're not there to play dice with, it's just not fun. Like, I, could, I couldn't really do it. Like, it was kind of like, I just, like, Heidi is super fun to go to the casino with. Like, especially when she's drunk like that. Like, you really are. I mean, it is like it an experience. So well, because you do you do bring the energy, which is, like, really awesome. And because I you, did. You do what I cannot do. Like, I just cannot do it unless you're there. Then I'll, I'll, I'll edge up behind you and, like, get crazy. But I'm not going to walk up to a table by myself and do what you do. Like, there's no right. way. There's just well, no I, way. It was fun. And I learned some more stuff, which was great. I was like, <laughs> Well, the thing, what I wanted to ask you is, you said here a while back that you were following someone on TikTok that gives you tips on how to play craps. Did you employ any of those trips, uh, uh, tips in what you were doing? Uh, I didn't because by the time I started to watch, I started watching, but I didn't play craps for a lot. I didn't start throwing dice till like eight or nine, ten hours after I got there. Okay. And by that time, I was just drunk, and I was watching it a little bit, and I was like, I need to actually really sit and study and figure out what right. he's doing and do some practice, like go up and well, like throw some sober dice and kind of figure it out. But I did do a hell. I was betting every number. I was you know, fucking making so much money. You know what we need to do is this. Next time you come here to New York, Get Gretchen to come up here, too. And then what we'll do is we'll order one of those craps felt-like things, like a tablecloth like we have with Tripoli, and do like what you did that one night when you dealt blackjack for us. We'll just all take turns dealing craps and see if we can do it, you know? And then yeah, get, we can. we'll take, get your tips, and we'll try to we'll do some of that shit. We'll put them into action, and right. then we'll actually take them. Because I'm telling you, Mark, my brother Mark does not play craps. He's like, I don't get it. I can't follow it. And he's the math guy, which is so funny. I know. He's that's, like, I don't. He's like, I don't do it. I that's just so do weird. not. And I'm like, and you got to, once I'm socially lubricated and I'm boozed up, yeah. I mean, it is nothing. It is like, I was a high roller. 
<laughs> oh my god hey it's all about it the attitude blast. isn't it right <laughs> it was, well when i left the guy next to me was like i gotta go and he was like no you can't leave you're the energy of this table and i was like I know that if I stay here much longer, I know how fast this money goes. He uh, goes, well, you got to follow your gut. I was like, right on, man. <laughs> and, I, and I left. I'm glad you left. I mean, that was the smart thing to do. That's oh, good. So it was so much fun. And I've, I ended up telling a great story instead of like, I lost everything. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, because that can happen. And that's not a no fun story to tell unless. No. I mean, yeah. And especially, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah. Well, I wanted to get your opinion on something that uh, that I that came across the AP wire this week. It has it's not been this week. It's been over a few weeks. This has kind of been ongoing. But you know James Charles, the makeup guy. Yes. So he was, I guess, texting with some underage kids, mm-hmm. and through Snapchat or whatever, and I guess got some pictures. Of some underage kids. But he says that he didn't know how old they were when he got the when he got the pictures. So he was chatting with someone. They're like, hey, you want to swap pics? He's like, oh, yeah, hey. They send the pics. And then James Charles is like, well, wait a minute. So, like, how? I don't know exactly. I don't have all the receipts, as they say. I don't know the exact timeline. But, but generally, he got the pictures that from an underage boy, several underage boys, and he didn't know how old they were when he got them. He didn't vet, if you will, the the person before he asked for the pictures and said, I would, I would take exchange DMs. <clears throat> so there's been all of this, like, movement underground to, like, get him canceled. Like, the cancel culture machines were all fired up and in full, you know, all cylinders to get him canceled. Like, podcasts and people posting and people are angry. You need to Morphe brushes. They wrote let, open letters to and petitions to cancel James Charles. Stop selling the brushes. Stop selling the palettes. You know where's your social responsibility? And then blah 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 blah. So Morphe finally dropped him from the website. YouTube has now they said temporarily demonetized his channel. And so I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, yes, obviously no one should be texting or sexting with underage kids. But I'm like, if you don't know, does he have a responsibility before he texts with anyone because of someone, because of he's in a position of power like he is to vet every single person? If you are in the position of power that he is and a ton, like my six, seven and eight year old nieces follow, yeah. they're in love with him. Okay. He knows the demographic of his fans. Yeah. First of all, let's go. Let's start where. This is where I would say your responsibility. You're super famous. Right. Your demographic of fan is well below the age of 18. Right. For uh, the majority. Yeah. I would say, and I would say, and I I do not know this, but I would say this just from what I follow and following him. Mm -hmm. And if you're not texting someone you know, and then stuff starts to happen or, you know, slide into a DM and it's because you stop that immediately and you vet it and you that you put that in someone else's hands. Right. The, hey, I just got this. Figure out what's going on here. You don't. Oh, uh, I didn't know. Yeah. And someone didn't know that that girl was 15 and someone didn't know that that boy was 14. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter, especially when you're in a position of power. Right. 
you've got a responsibility and if someone's sending you shit don't fuck no i think he has a responsibility now does he lose everything i'm not saying he should lose everything but you know it's 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 kind of where i'm at now if you don't hit people in the money nobody gives a shit right so you got to hurt people where it counts and maybe this matter you know maybe this is going to I don't know. Teach him a lesson. He's a boy. Well, but he's the, young. But he is. And the thing that he did is he actually made an apology video on YouTube and admitted to it. Well, so, that's good. So now people are saying like, okay, and like you know, people watch followers, follower counts, and they you know try to see how many people you know or how many followers have been lost during a scandal like this. And during the whole Dramageddon, Carmageddon thing that I talked for ad nauseum about last year, one of our first shows that I just went on and on and on and on for like an hour. Way too long. If you want to listen to it, go listen to it. I dare you. Try to get through it. But I talked about that. But he lost like 2 million followers during that saga. But here in this saga, he's only lost like 800,000. It's not a lot. It's not a lot when you've got 25 million. So it's like people are like, well, where's the same energy? Like, like why are you so upset about some like drama but, you know, with beauty gurus, you know, fighting back and forth? But when it comes to texting and sexting with underage kids, you're kind of like, eh. I don't, I'll still I'll keep following him. I mean, I didn't stop following him. I'm, I can't wait to see what's next. I'm like, well, how is he going to get out of this one? Because I like, didn't people know about are, it, and I'm not going to stop following him. Yeah, well, people are calling for him to go to jail and this and that. He admitted it. And so, um, you know, people were going on and on about, like, what it would take for someone to actually, uh, you know, get taken up on charges for this. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I'll keep watching it just because I'm fascinated by it. Um, but, yeah. I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. and like, I think he has a responsibility. And yeah. if he came out and apologized and they caught it and they're doing what... And, I, I, you know, it's it's not like he... I don't know what he followed through with and what he did. But I just believe with power comes... With great power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. <laughs> yeah. It just does. You know? Well, if there's any lawsuits and stuff, I'm sure that this lady, uh, this woman I follow, her name is Emily D. Baker. She will definitely give the lowdown. Do you know anything about Emily D. Baker? Oh, you've told, yeah, you've talked about her. Oh, my God. I am obsessed, obsessed with her. With her. <laughs> she basically is a former L.A. Or, or LA County, I guess, prosecutor. <laughs> and she now moved somewhere like middle of America. Her husband was a dentist and... Um, you know, he, he got injured on the job and was not able to practice anymore. And so they would kind of like looked at their life and was like, let's just do something totally different. And then they went back, uh, moved back to somewhere in mid the Midwest, it seems. I don't really know where she is. Um, but she basically takes all of the legal shit that we see going on between influencers and in pop culture. And she downloads these emotions from Pacer, which is like that site that they are attorneys to get all their shit from. That, and she just goes through and reads it and just – she literally goes page by page, line by line, and translates what she calls the legal jargon into cursy words. And so because she she comes right out and she's like, I love the cursy words. It's even in her opening in her opening little thing that she does before her show. Listen to this. It's so cute. Hey there. If we haven't met yet, I'm Emily D. Baker, the badass lawyer and everyone's favorite legal commentator. I'm the host of The Emily Show, and I break down the legal shit behind the news and pop culture stories we all want to talk about. I have been a licensed attorney for over 15 years, but this is not legal advice. I should warn you, I'm a big fan of the cursey words. This channel is where the law nerds unite to talk about facts. 
not fuckery. I love it. This is where the law not nerds unites to talk I about that. facts and not fuckery. And it's so great. She takes those briefs and she just reads them to you and it breaks it down. And so, like, she was doing, like, some Taylor Swift things. She was doing the Real Housewives thing. She's got a ton of stuff up there. And they're long. I mean, she goes for, like, two, two and a half hours. So oh, wow. I put her I put her on, like, I put it on, like, one and a half or 1.75 speed and listen to her, go through some of the stuff that I find really interesting. But check her out. She is absolutely fascinating. She's super cute. And, like, you know, she's just real. And she just talks. She has people, you know, writing comments, and she reads their questions. And it does this Friday night live. I mean, she is all over social media. Like, she's amazing. Like, I want cool. her to be, Heidi, whenever you finally <laughs> incite violence and someone actually listens to you and goes and hurts someone because you've asked for harm to be inflicted upon someone and we need an attorney, I want Emily D. Baker to be our attorney. To be our attorney. <laughs> Maybe we should just reach out to her and... Maybe you send her the show. Right. Be like, hey, we you listen to my friend. Listen to my co-host. Right. Uh, I think we're going to need your help in the future. <laughs> Can you help me form an LLC ASAP? Because I don't want people to be able to pierce the corporate veil and get to our houses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Heidi is inciting violence on the show and calling for people. She thinks it's humor. People are being hurt. People. It's, she's calling for people's untimely demise. <laughs> Here, I just want to play you one clip. This is this was Emily D. Baker talking about um, the show, the closing. She did a whole thing, and this is what you should go listen to: is her talking about closing arguments. A bunch of people, I guess, asked her about closing arguments and why is it so important and whatever. And she used the the Chauvin case as an example. And this is just an example of kind of how she just talks to you like you're a human being and breaks down what the whole process is. It's just it's awesome. In a closing that for me should be engaging, concise, and educational for the jury. Teach them how to take the steps to get to the verdict that you're asking them for. Teach them how to go through the jury instructions. Teach them what evidence they can find that goes to those elements. And then the defense is going to say, yeah, but this element's not met and there's doubt here. And the purpose of the defense closing really is to poke holes in what the people said which is why they get a rebuttal right i mean it's just it goes on and on and on i was trying to pull i mean it, she's just amazing yeah. that's she, awesome she talks so clear and concise someone wrote in uh, a comment and said i love listening to your voice it's so soothing i'm going to play this for my harvard class or something i mean she's like a fucking the real deal that's great yeah so check out emily d baker our future attorney <laughs> attorney at law right she is an attorney that's one of the things i think she says in some way she is an attorney she is not your attorney your attorney because <laughs> you know people are like well emily d baker said it emily d baker <laughs> said she said they could do it for so and so yeah anyway that's awesome i got so what much else is going on hey I know you're gonna hate this, but yeah, um, I love it when you, you start something like that. Would you, by chance, watch? I know you like documentaries. Yeah, you should watch the Bee Gees documentary. Uh, it's really, really great. Oh God! Except Mark you hate Fever, music, so Mark never mind. Fever. Yeah, you don't but you'll. There's so much more. Oh, There's God. so it is deep and 
it's awesome. Okay. Someone else, I think Robin Quivers, was talking about that. I was blown away at how good it was. And I, I really watched it on Robin's recommendation. Oh, was it Robin? Because said- I, I heard it was good. And then Robin, right after it came out, she was raving to about it to Howard. And I was just like, uh, I'm watching this. It's so much better than I could have have imagined. And how they came to be disco wasn't even... I mean, it's a trip. And you'll love... I, even if you fast forward to the whole piece about Studio 54, yeah. it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Okay. It was great. I mean, I'll try to get Rob to watch it with me. I can't... You, oh, maybe, maybe, I mean, does he hate music as much as you do? <laughs> well, that music. I mean, it's just... I can't take so much of it. But you know what? That's the kind of thing that I could put on in the evening after work is over. And I could just throw that on and kind of listen to it in the background. But I can't devote an entire Friday night if my one, like, if Rob and I are going to watch something on Friday night or Saturday night, I can't give up. Right. No, I get that. That could, <laughs> abs- that could be cleaning documentary. Yes. Cleaning. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> anyway, but I'd like you to, because I think it, you'll, find, you'll find it more interesting than you yeah. going into it. You'll come out of it thinking it's better than you would have going into it. Okay. I mean, I'll give anything a try. I love documentaries. I, like you said, I I love them a lot. Did you uh, put on your list? Um, OnlyFans? Eli- <laughs> I sent- oh, that Ooh. still and eliminate the brutes? No. Eliminate the brutes. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about eliminate, that? Yeah. Eliminate all the brutes. I brought it up real quick and then I was trying to find a name, but it's I think it's a four-part series right now on Netflix. See the Netflix. I'll have to see the Netflix or I think Amazon Prime. And wow. Okay. Eliminate all the brutes. Is that something that I can watch with Rob? Okay. Yeah, it's heavy. Okay, that's good. I like heavy. A lot of history. Oh, you have lost me there. <laughs> but it's really good for what's happening in our world right now, like okay. current. Um. Yep. Speaking of stuff to watch, we need to get our TVs and our DVRs ready because Pose, one of the greatest TV shows to ever grace the silver screen, or what is it? This what is is TV called the silver screen? Um, no, that's the movies. The small screen, whatever it is, um, is starting on May second, Sunday. I know. Yeah. So everyone needs to watch that. We of course will be talking about that on this show every single week. So if you don't like it. I'm sorry. I mean, this is should not we the do show a Zoom you. watch party for the first night? <laughs> oh, we should. We should. We except, totally good. I can't watch stuff like that with anybody else except Rob because I like complete and utter silence. Yeah, so do I. I watch it after Rita goes to bed. If you won't watch it with me, yeah, dark um, silence and loud. Yeah, you. I've actually watched stuff with you. Yeah, I can watch stuff with you. You shut yeah. up. You sit there and you like it like I do. Yeah, I won't. Oh, yeah. I, I can't. St- when I saw that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so excited whenever i watch uh, rupaul's drag race with peaches and daddy like you know it's awesome to watch with them but you don't really get to hear a lot of the show because like they are cracking jokes the entire time (laughs) and so (laughs) i want to watch it with them so bad oh my god you have got to i mean we've got to do that when you're back here just have an evening we'll just go watch an old one i mean it is hysterical especially daddy and i was like i sit there and i was at one point i think the last time we watched it i said I was dying laughing, and I said, watching this show, the show with the two of you, and Peaches burst out and goes, is it just so painful? <laughs> I was like, it's not painful. It's just like, you have to know going into it, 
you're not really going to be watching this show. Oh, and I want that. I, I want to fucking banter with them <laughs> so bad during that show. God. Hey, so, well, just talking about it as we finish up, did you watch last week? Did you watch the reunion? I did, and my God, girl, it was painful. It was a long format. Oh. I mean, talk about production and those oh. videos. Oh. Come on. Oh. oh, my God. It was such pain. Pain. Do they all need a video? Oh, pain. And RuPaul, you know she recorded all that, pre-recorded it. She didn't see them once. She didn't see shit. No. I was like, Ru, can you not do it the back? Can we not go back to the reunion shows that we used to have where it was like, you know, sit you sit them on a panel and let them talk shit to each other face to face. Right. I what mean, happened? I know where it's different, but what they just did with that, that was bad. show is going to be exactly moving forward. Oh, I hope not. I mean, Ugh. geez. Oh, my God. It was so, so bad. And then the ask the questions. Can I ask you 69 questions? Oh, I know. They wanted to be like Vogue in the 73 questions. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I couldn't wait to talk to you about it and just be like, oh, girl. do we need to do like, do we need to go in there and say, look, Rue? I mean... You need some help on the production team, and we're here to do that. <laughs> well, but you know that they've. she's got people, and they've got the producers have been told what people like and don't like. They know the ratings of UK. They know the ratings of the US. I mean, I, maybe the, maybe there's no different. Maybe we are in the minority because people know, are still yeah. fangirling over RuPaul's Drag Race US and loving it. And I hear people talking about how it's the best cast ever and this and that. And I'm just like... Have you people watched any previous season of RuPaul's Drag Race? This is just so not the best cast ever. Yes, there's good people in it, but it is not the best cast ever. Even no, when it you is take not the best cast ever. Yeah. But anyway, so are you going to tell me who's uh, whose team you're on? You got to got to pick. It's the winner. It's tomorrow night. Um. Oh God. I guess I'm on. I think I'm on Simone's team. I think Simone. I mean, I got Mick because. Yes, she would be the first trans, and yes, she's so different, but I look at the message and the power behind Simone and what she is serving, and that, for me, her drag makes you she's feel. Serving. It makes you feel something, and that's, I think, the dividing thing, or the, set, the thing she that puts separates a the two of Yeah, them. she puts a message to her drag. It, she does. And you look at every single runway, she, she brought it with, and it's... Drag, right? Like, and, and I'm not saying that got mixed, not no, right? But there's something. It's got that camp behind it, that quirky. It's got smart. It's got the funny. It's got thought. It's got a lot of thought. Yeah, in drag world behind her drag. Well, and two and two. Simone has shown that she's a little vulnerable. She's shown the actual human side of her. She's broken down when she walks and talks, and like you know, you see like the human being. Gottmik, uh, it's just very LA affected for me, and I think that she's constantly got that facade up, and she she kind of hides behind that. So you and know, Simone had to lip sync. Simone was in the bottom. Yeah, and that's okay. I don't care about that. I'm looking no, at no, the no, entire. No, no, no. I like that about it. Yeah, I like that she had like that whole. You know, she went through a whole process. Yeah, I do too. I mean, my, my thing is Simone. I don't think Rue is going to pick Simone just because the last winner was black, and I know that's horrible to say. But Rue is looking at the that the at the composition of her queens, and she needs that feather in her cap. I hate to say yeah, well, it, but it, it's just true. It's television. It's show business, people. That's just it's how showbiz works. Show business, and it's climate right now. It's social climate. Right. 
I just farted again, honey. I am so fucking gassy. I am, I am literally. I'm so glad I'm not in that room. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. <laughs> I, we, Rob and I went to Home Depot just real quick the other night, and I was gassy then too. This was like a week or so ago. And I was like, I went down. This is like late at night, like nine o'clock at night. I went down one of these aisles. You know how you go down an aisle at a store and you're like, oh God, okay, I've got to get this out. I've got to fart. Thank God no one's Thank here. Thank God me. is no one's over here. And you do it. And then sure and enough, what the fuck happens? As soon as you fart, someone fucking walks over there. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, this guy got destroyed by this part that I His laid in the His mask didn't even help. I mean, Hadi, I'm in like lumber and th- where no one is cutting lumber at nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, this has got to be okay to do this here. <laughs> and this fucking Home Depot worker went over to restock something. I'm like, what the fuck? And of course I'm running. Like I'm trying to find Rob just to get away because I am mortified embarrassed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, there it. you go. There's another episode of WGRL Radio in the can. How do we had two callers? How super fun was that? I mean, amazing. amazing. I love that. Next week, maybe we get four callers. Right. All right. Well, until then, you know where to find us. See you on the dance floor.